For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac. Hi, this is now Zek from A Nice America. I'm at London Expo uh, showing off Personal for Golden. And you're listening to Geek Shout. Welcome to 104.5 CBFM, The Geek Show's Abu Nikon Special 2011, with me, myself, Phil, Rob, and me, Rob Hawk. And we'll be joining with Becca in, uh, in about five minutes. However, there's some gale force winds going on, and she's been delayed by a large car, you know, pilot. She was blown away. Yes, she was. So she's not, she's in the queue after someone else was, so she's perfectly safe, we're just, you know, waiting. She'll be joining us partway through the show, hopefully. Yes. Uh, but yes, in the meantime, you have the three of us to keep you company. So, masculinity go. Ah. Ah. So yes, uh, welcome to the <laughs> two thousand. Oh, man. Welcome to the two thousand and eleven <laughs> Abenaicon special, uh, brought to you from England, but uh, the Dutch Abenai festival. Yes. Yeah. Why not? We're now international. Oh, yeah. International. Yeah, check us out. Ah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to be going uh, following the usual theme as we usually do. Rob, what have we got? We've got the news. Uh, yeah, Apple is under investigation for its investigators. What? Right. D- don't do this Inception thing again. That meme is old now, and it's still really annoying. Well, okay, look. You remember the whole iPhone 5 thing that was going on? Uh, the n- iPhone 5 went missing in the bar, and then next thing you know, oh, yes, it crops up at someone's house. Well, Do British intelligence work for Apple now? Because that would make a lot of sense. We've had a lot of that. Well, here's the thing, right? Um, Apple, apparently, the police went to this person's house, mm-hmm. or they identified themselves as the police, allegedly. <laughs> but they weren't police. Right. They were investigators from Apple. Now, the actual police department... The Apple secret police. Now, the, app, the actual police department for that area is now investigating Apple because impersonating a police officer is classed as a misdemeanor and is punishable by up to one year's imprisonment. Mm-hmm. Now, this puts a new twist on the whole iPhone 5 going missing thing because if, right. Apple, are, uh, if Apple are resorting to tactics where they're impersonating police officers... That's not really good business practice. No, no, really that's, not. That's about as illegal as things get. How yes. much of this is confirmed, by the way? Uh, it's not confirmed. That's why I said allegedly. I see. So uh, the... But the police, the actual police, the real police, that is, are investigating this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, number two on the news is what stones are to release their own e-reader. Yep. That's pretty cool. So we've got the uh, Amazon Kindle. 
Uh, and what else have we got? Well, Barnes and Noble, the Amer- the book chain, uh, yes. are also release. They're also releasing an e-reader. I think Waterstones releasing one is in direct competition to. Uh, well, as you said, it's in direct competition with the Kindle yeah. and with Barnes and Noble's e-reader. But right. as mm. an addition to that, it's also come to, it's also come to light that Amazon, mm-hmm. who make the Kindle, are also working on a tablet, and that tablet is rumored to be a challenger, a viable challenger to the iPad too. Okay, cool. Why does everyone want an iPad now? I mean, even the Wii U has made a damn iPad as its controller. I mean, you I, guys have seen it. It yeah. is a freaking tablet. I still want one of those Indian ones. What? You know, the ones that cost like $30. Hmm? You remember the ones, don't you, Phil? Is this oh, some... yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, was it the Ind- Indian ones? Yeah, yeah the yeah, Indian um, ones. That... There's these uh, Indian tablets that are only $30 because they're designed for developing third world market. The, the import cost would still be cheaper. I want to do that, yeah. Can we get a sack of those? Yes, we. Um, I think we should put in like a couple of hundred quid each and just import them for the UK, would, sell them. It would still I'm be, fine with that. It would still be cheaper than everything Apple is putting out. Uh, but in the meantime, number three, definitely something I want to try out. BAE's invisibility cloak. Yes, can okay. make your tank look like a cow. Oh, I, I, I wish. I always wish my tank looked like a cow. Yeah, right. Mm. It's it. It says that it can make your tank look like, look like a cow. But what it does, it's the thermal signature. So it only really works with, like, thermal images and stuff like that. Right. But uh, even so, being able to reduce the thermal signature of something like a tank to the size of a cow. I see. So wait, this will work for both people who are looking at it because it's invisibility. No, Uh, it's thermal. Ah, Unless right, you have, like, predator vision, it's... Well, you combine the two. There's, there's um, thermal, op- thermal optic camouflage, which is you display forward the image behind you. Yeah. It's sort of... It's an incomplete technology, but it exists and it blurs. Yeah. Combine this with a bit of infrared thermal vision. Combine this with this, thermal uh, invisibility. You're getting quite close to actually, you know, being able to re- really pull it off. Yeah. Not as, you know, cleanly as Deus Ex, uh, which I want so much. Uh, I'll ghost in the shell. I'll ghost, yeah, I'll ghost in the shell. I was going with a more recent example, but yeah, Ghost in the Shell actually does it too. Um, oh, number four, uh, Players Prime Minister with My UK. Yeah, it's what? a weird game, this, where you have, it gives you a five-year timeline, unless you take on the role of being the Prime Minister of the UK. Oh. So you get to choose your cabinet and make your own decisions and do all sorts of weird and wacky things, you know, control the budget and all sorts no, of stuff like that. This... Even go to war if you want. But this game would be terrible, because if it was like being yes. the Prime Minister of the UK, whenever you, su- you get no achievements, whenever you succeed, people hate you, whenever you fail, people massively hate you, every piece of money you ever use will be scrutinised by absolutely everyone, every piece of money you in- illicitly use will be scrutinised by everyone, that game will just be you losing the whole time, no matter how good or terrible you are. Well, the whole purpose of the game is to try and get people more interested in politics, and I'm like, well... Hang on, if you want to do more interested in politics, then why don't you just kind of jazz up all the MPs and, you know, treat them like rock stars? Then yeah. we'd be interested, you know. If, if MPs were bit, had, like, rock star lifestyles, we'd all be interested. We'd all be, you know. Yeah, but we'd all kind of hate them more because they'd be spending a lot of money. Well, no, if it's... This the thing. Whenever some politician does anything, people scrutinize it. Okay, well, th- that, that's, that's exactly what the public's job's to do. A, a yeah. government should be scared of its people, not the people scared of its government. Nice bit of you vendetta, but it's really not how it works in this country right now. Moving on, away from me getting a massive political rant. Things we want. Things we I want. I want, I want, I want, I want these. Okay. Nike Air Mag. 
Back from the Future. You remember this, the lace-up shoes from Back to the Future 2? The auto-lacing, auto-pump uh, oh, shoes yeah. from yes. Back to the Future. Nike have made 150 pairs, Ooh. and they are on eBay. They're being auctioned off for the <laughs> Michael J. Fox uh, Parkinson's charity. Ooh. Ooh. Um, they look fantastic. <laughs> that, that's quite awesome. Yes. That it's is good. very cool. Um, uh, obviously, we're, we're getting a lot of feedback on Twitter already, so hit us up on hashtag The Geek Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do listen, we follow in uh, during the show. Uh, already, Mommy Jisoo's got in touch about the tablets oh, uh, hey, section Mommy we've Jesus. just gone, saying uh, uh, tablets are fantastically useful. Granted, not as good as laptops, but much more portable, at least with the HTCs. Well, we know uh, Mommy Jisoo uh, is a massive uh, Android fan, so... Yes, yes, we, we, we know why we're going for Android. <laughs> massive Android, giant massive Android. She is that as well. Wearing a uh, November t-shirt. Speaking of Android, moving on to news item six, which is, of course is our recent update on the robot revolution. All hail our robot overlords. I don't understand this one. What do scientists think in these days? Scientists build a mini flying drone with the ability to hack wireless networks and then call it Skynet. <laughs> I'm all up for references, but you, no. don't reference evil when you're making something. What was the robot last week? Was it last week or the week before that was called, like, oh, Masher the, or Predator yeah, or the, Killer or something? It was oh, yeah. uh, the uh, Suffer 11. Suffer it, 11. It's a farming robot. Oh, God. You call it Suffer? I, oh, God. Right, so they built a, a mini flying drone that hacks wireless network. Okay, so Skynet is for Stevens. It's the Stevens Institute of Technology that's come up with this. Yes. Is this, is this just the branding, or is it the fact that what it does is quite worrying? Both of these are worrying. But well, the- let's put it this way. If they're trying to get a uh, flying robotic wireless droid into production and actually want people to buy it, what better way to do it than call it Skynet? Yes, true, actually. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was just a bad, uh, a ma- uh, a bad translation. Mm. As opposed to, but I doubt it. it. It's Skynet. Everybody Googles things before they do them. Yeah, I true, know. true. Oh. Well, I mean, these little these little robots. Apparently, you can make you can make them at home. All right. This is the scary thing. Oh, one of the things that doesn't take much uh, <laughs> expensive parts. It doesn't take any expensive parts. That sounds amazing. Now and they're running it. like a little double A battery as well. But um, they can hack wireless networks. I'm just imagining a toy helicopter, some forks, and a transistor. Did, Oh, I want that. I want it in Dead Rising too. And obviously, after we have the robot revolution news, we come back with the WTF award. Twenty-three and Me, the DNA-based social network. Yes. What on earth is that? Right. Um, <laughs> there's uh, there's uh, this thing called a uh, website called Twenty Three and Me, and if you sign up to it. They send you a kit, you basically swab some saliva, send it back to them, they give you a DNA report. But then you also get entered onto their database, their kind of social network. Yes. And then people start contacting you saying, I share 0.63% of your DNA. Please be friends with me. We might <laughs> even be related. You're like, what? what? Yes, but that's the thing. Flies oh. share an awful lot of DNA with us. Hang Cows on. share uh, a yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber apparently shares some DNA with me because we're both humans. I don't want him talking to me ever. What? Who thought this was he a good idea? He might even be related to you. Oh. Then it's death for both of us. <laughs> it's the only way. So, uh, what we're doing this week, uh, just a quick roundup before we get into it, is... Uh, I believe it's, uh, once again, uh, straight away, I'm going to apologize to any of our Dutch listeners for any mistranslations, mispronunciations, 
forgetting people's names. I'm really, really sorry. I'm stupid and I'm English. That and Phil has been to three conventions in the past three weeks, and it's driving him mental. You yes, get, you're I'm gonna getting end up there. like Granny Gertrude, don't you? And oh. we actually just got back from the <laughs> asylum, as it happens. We, we we literally have just come back from uh, Europe's largest steampunk convention, in, which was brilliant in a mental asylum. Mm-hmm. In, in Lincoln which, of all as places. As you do. In Lincoln of all which places. Which is very the cool. friendliest place ever been. Okay, so just... Mm. On those Back to the Future trainers, Jamie Samples just uh, just uh, left us a message on Twitter. Apparently, they're $37,500 a pair. $37,500 a pair. That's unbelievable. We do watch Twitter. Hit us up. Start your tweet with hashtag The Geek Show. All right, this is Zeb Brannigan. You're listening to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM. Yes. Uh, so, Abunai we are talking. Phil, what yes. is Abunai? Abunai is uh, one of the friendliest uh, anime conventions in Holland. Uh, I was I was hap- lucky enough to be invited there by Cheryl, uh, who uh, DJs as the Chez at Kitcon. Uh, he, he said, well, you played my con, so uh, I, I've played your con, so you play mine. So mm-hmm. I jumped on a plane, uh, went all the way over. I was really lucky and very, very grateful to all the members of the community. Uh, the committee for having me over. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a two, possibly three elongated into days of uh, Animecon in uh, near Eindhoven, I believe it's Feldhoven. Mm. Um, beautiful and place out in what is one of the biggest, um, the biggest uh, hotels in Holland. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there was loads and loads of acts, loads and loads of people, loads mm. and loads of things going on. Okay, cool, Leo. And its uh, logo is an adorable fox. You show me the logo. The logo it's is so a cute. very cute fox, it's yes. Very cute. Yes. Uh, but uh, how would you say the balance was then? Because as we've been to a lot of anime conventions, there's often a mix of mm. games and anime and comics and things going around. Uh, was there anything that's prominent? Is, how does it balance things? Strangely enough, um, uh, the differences between a UK convention. And a Dutch one is uh, the Dutch are very, very organised. It's oh. it's very, very professionally done. Really? Uh, oh yeah, the Dutch are very, very well. Uh, at least Abenai. Abenai was very, very well put together, and I just have nothing but uh, admiration for the committee. Hmm. Um, the games room was amazing. We've got projector games tuning in, uh, and we're going to be getting an interview with them later. They're the people that ran uh, the games with six-hit combo as well. Um, they have a set of games on a projector where you can have, I believe, up to 500-odd people playing at once. I, I will be I will be righted on that all at one time on one projector. Ha! Yes. Well, we'll get that question later. Uh, and we've got all sorts of things. We've got Leonard Boot, who is the... Um, who is the chairman Ten. of uh, Abenicon. We're going to be having an interview with him in about five, ten minutes, just recorded on the final night at about uh, one o'clock in the morning. Let's put it, let's put it into context, how organized this convention was. After everybody left, they all worked, relabeled every single item in the inventory of the entire convention before they sat down to have a single drink. Really? What? The entire convention was packed away, itemized and written down before they stopped on the same night. I'd have had five T's by then. What the hell? That's that's that's, impressive. That's very impressive. Dedication. They they were polite. They were lovely. Everybody spoke English. I would not deter a single English person 
from going to a Dutch convention just because they don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt really bad about it, to be honest, that mm-hmm. I didn't speak any Dutch. But you know, for next go. time, learn. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will know. Uh, but fortunately, the I, Dutch I've, are apparently I've, quite apt at speaking English. Yes, uh, very good, and uh, they're very uh, happy to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and according to Twitter, <laughs> uh, someone's question them being uh, uh, organised. I say yes, yes, you are. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I, we we really are just going to go through the individual interviews, uh, get feedback off Twitter, hashtag the Geek Show, uh, and yeah. Um, Apparently, someone's saying on Twitter, oh, God, what's happening in the UK then? Well, uh, the way of illustrating it is you get a bunch of gerbils, set them on fire, <laughs> nah. film, film what happens, and that pretty much happens at an anime con. Nah, 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 nah. people are relatively organized, but as we all know, on the evening, everybody loves a good drink. Everybody parties and they prioritize the And they prioritize that because it's exhausting. But uh, in... In in Holland, they they ha- they party hard, but they they do it in a different way. Also, they listen to Gabba casually. <laughs> what? I didn't realize Gabba was casual in any sense. <laughs> on on uh, adults wear wheelie shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All adults, everybody, everyone in Holland is now cringing. Like in the Netherlands, <laughs> yes, like you know, wheelie shoes. Wheelie shoes. Shoes with wheels. wheels. Okay, let's. Uh, that is let's, now the new word for it. Let's shut me up. Now we've got uh, Leonard Boot, who is the chairman, and I'm very grateful for for him letting me come over and DJ and uh, attend an interview. So uh, here we go. Hi, it's Phil from 104.5 CVFM, and I'm here with Leonard, uh, chair of uh, Abenicon. Hi. Hi, Phil. Um, so, uh, would you tell me your position in uh, Abenai and uh, what you do for Abenai? I am the chairman of the Abunai Foundation, and uh, I'm just trying to uh, organize uh, the convention and uh, keep everybody happy in the foundation. Cool. Um, uh, as for this year, how did you feel it went? I went actually pretty well. Uh, we had over 3,000 visitors, which was uh, a lot more than we expected. So, uh, and there weren't a lot of incidents, so actually the convention went pretty smooth. So, it's, I'm quite happy about it. Okay. Um, what what are the differences between the first Abin Icon and uh, this year's? Uh, I believe the ninth. Yeah, uh, it's already n- nine years since uh, since we first started. And the first one, I I had a f- actually I had nightmares about it. <laughs> it. It wasn't that well organized. We uh, we evolved a lot the last nine years, so the organization is really a lot better. At the first one, we just uh, we just thought ah. Let's do a uh, convention of two days. Let's aim for about 100 people. And then about 200 people came. But they really enjoyed it. So in the end, we were still happy about it. Um, I, I heard about the uh, original con books. You hand-stapled them all. Yeah, that was actually quite a work. Uh, we, we didn't send them to the press like we do these days. But we, uh, we printed them all ourselves. And then we cut them out with scissors. And then we folded them by hand. And then we stapled them by hand. It, uh, it it took a lot of hours the night before Abu Nine. so it's impressive. Um, I, how many members of committee do you have? Uh, I'm not. I think about 24 right now in, in total for the foundation. Um, how how do you choose your committee? Do you do you advertise or do you do you personally choose people? Uh, when we started, we were still a student organization, uh, Konishiwa. And after a few years, we started uh, the Abunai Foundation to organize this convention. And uh, uh, at that point, we also started to select our members. So uh, these days, people have to write a resume and uh, 
uh, we have about two interviews with them and then we decide if they can become staff or not so that's a selection progress yes Okay. Um, now, uh, as for uh, the differences between the first and this year, what would you keep that went on this year and what would you lose? What would you get rid of that happened this year and you don't want to happen next year? I certainly want to keep uh, uh, the visitors this game this year because we uh, had so many visitors and uh, we also had a lot of events uh, and everything went pretty well, so I want to keep that. You had uh, Akemi Soloway, uh, who we've had uh, interviews with on the show before because she's all over the place. Yeah, I heard she uh, uh, goes to all the conventions in the UK. So uh, in Holland, uh, Abu Nai is the only convention she goes to. Uh, she's, a, she's a very lovely lady. We, 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 uh, we love her dearly. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, what, what, what would you get rid of? Uh, one thing I want to get rid of is uh, some trouble we had with uh, with the hotel rooms because uh, uh, some people made some mistakes with the uh, uh, registration of the hotel rooms. So uh, I had to take care of those. It's uh, it, it was less headache than last year, but still I uh, I would like to hear, have the people to go to check in their hotel rooms without any problems next year. Silly question, but do you still watch anime? A lot of people in the industry we interview don't even like anime anymore. They used to, but now they're more about the community. What about yourself? Well, I don't actually watch a lot of anime anymore. It's, it's mainly because when I was a student, I was like, I have all this free time. So I just watched a lot of series. Yeah. But when you start working, you don't have any time to watch anime. So. But I have a girlfriend who is uh, who's a little bit younger than me. She still watches anime, so... Uh, Thanks to her, I sometimes see a new anime these days. But yeah, um, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I used to watch it all the time, and now it's oh, I've got a job, I've got the radio. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, so uh, as for the parties, uh, the UK uh, the UK con scene is renowned for its parties. Now, I really really enjoyed the parties this year at uh, Abenai, especially Deshima Sounds. Um, uh, how long have you been working with those guys? Uh, I'm not sure which Abu Nai started. I think about 2005. You could actually find it on their website. But Abu Nai was actually the place where Decima Sound started. Before they uh, went single, uh, they wanted to uh, organize a disco. And we were still on the campus in Enschede back then. And uh, we had a bar there. And uh, they had the disco set up. So uh, we asked if we could... Uh, I used that place to organize a party for Decima Sounds, and uh, but it was it was kind of a success back then. So, and from there they started out, and now they're organizing their own parties a few times a year, and it's uh, it's really awesome. I really love to go there. Now, obviously, uh, there's an awful lot of cost involved in traveling to Holland for international visitors. Why would you? Why would you say international visitors are welcome? Why would you say come to Abenai? All over all of the cons in all of the countries. Why would you say that? I think because there's a great atmosphere. People really like uh, to interact with all uh, foreigners. Came here, they, they love it when people come uh, from other places. Actually, we love it as well. Uh, we try to keep our convention uh, internationally, which means uh, we do everything in English. Even for uh, even though we do Dutch, we try to do everything in English. So. And I actually heard from some international visitors that our organization is pretty well in comparison to other conventions. So, uh. I, I have to say, um, 
I've only I've spoken to hundreds of Dutch people this weekend, and I've only found three that didn't speak English, and uh, I think they were just being rude instead. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so this, that's it. Uh, Abenai 2011's done. Um, what what's next for you? Where do you begin again? Well, first of all, tomorrow uh, I have to uh, drive all the material uh, from the external parties, so I'm still busy tomorrow. After this, we will start with the evaluations with uh, all the parties, uh, especially with the location, see uh, what can we do better next year. And then we start with uh, uh, organizing the next year, because we have to... Uh, uh, we have to, we already have a new team, but we have to uh, think of a subtitle, uh, make new flyers to go to the next promo event. Yeah, you theme every event. Uh, this year has been looking for group, which yeah. is a multiplayer RPG theme. So there's been uh, quests throughout the uh, event. There's been uh, all sorts of team-based building. What you know is a bit of a, an exclusive. Um, what theme are you looking at next year? Well, next year is a tenth uh, anniversary, so uh, uh, the theme is actually called the Journey. Uh, we're not really set on that name yet, but Journey is uh, more of a general theme for next year, and it's a little bit uh, about uh, how we uh, started and uh, where we are right now, but also more the journey in general. So we have a team that's. A little bit about 10th anniversary, but not only about 10th anniversaries. Okay. Um, now, just in short, where can we get information uh, about Abernai and why people should come? Uh, well, you can find all information about Abernai at uh, It's a, It's an English site, even though uh, the .nl. Uh, and about uh, at the end of this year, we'll probably update the site with the new artwork and uh, the new information about Abonai 2012. And we'll tell you about uh, why you should come to Abonai 2012 uh, there. Okay, well, um, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity for letting me come uh, and letting me DJ. I had an amazing time uh, and I hope to be back at Abonai soon. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing event. Yeah, thank you a lot, and uh, you, you also, because you helped us out uh, a lot, and uh, I really enjoyed your company, actually. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um, it, it's nice to speak to you, uh, Leonard, and uh, obviously we will be having a full Abenai special, which this will be played out on, uh, on, on the Geek Show, 104.5 CVFM. Thank you. All right. Hello, yes, um, apologies for not being here at the start, guys. They've closed the A19 North, so... Wow, um, pretty bad winds, then. Yes, yeah. it's amazingly bad winds. I heard it was gale force, apparently there's a the hurricane going off on the coastline. There's a hurricane on the coastline? Apparently. Oh. I heard it from my dad, he called earlier. Uh, but you're here, you're safe now in the bunker, underground zombie-proof bunker of the radio station for Yay. one of them up here CBFM, The Geek Show. Uh, and welcome back... Uh, in the space of time remaining, then, that we lost yes. from that, I will give you a quick detail of, of today's prize pack, because we have loads of prizes and stuff forever. God, my room is never going to be clear of those. Uh, but today's prize pack is Gundam Seed Destiny, the complete DVD edition, both parts of it, a GameSpot medium t-shirt, a Becky Krull photo, a signed instrument CD, and a Team Giblets badge. So, stuff. Lots of it. Uh, and we will put that up. If you're in Holland and you're listening... Yes, we will see if we can send it to you. We will we, the post, send it the out. The postage yes. will be expensive, yes. but to hell with it. You people deserve prizes as much as everyone else. 
Sure, why not? So keep in touch on hashtag The Geek Show. If you don't have a Twitter account, get one, mm -hmm. because that's how we do all our prizes, because it's easy to do. Yep, and if you get a new Twitter account, then, go, then follow my tweets about The Geek Show at TGS underscore The Geek Show, TGS underscore The Geek Show, uh, where we tweet stuff during the week. Uh, but yes, in the meantime, hashtag each other is how we're going to listen to you. What are we doing now? Uh, now, after we've gone from that, we had... Uh, we're going to hula. We're going to hula? We're all going to hula. We're all going to hula? Yeah. We're all going to hula. They can't see that. It, it's, it's an audio medium. Yes. Uh, anyway. Hula. Harry's wearing his uh, asylum outfit. He's got a ruffled shirt and goggles. I want to see him hula. This is uh, my asylum outfit. Dapper. He is... does look very dapper. Actually, this is just my Monday I, outfit. I, 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 think, I, think the, <laughs> I think the dapper Dan over there should hula. There we go. Okay, but they're not going to get this, and we don't have a webcam. Anyone who takes their phone out to take a photo now dies. Taking photos. That's just a challenge now. Stopping, stopping, anyway. Right, so, Lala Boots. So, they were perfectly good and nice. Yes, he was lovely. Trying to bring it back. Yes, okay, so we're going to be going into a song while we try to fix some of our... Uh, technical glitches and uh, I'm blaming the football show it's there. I blame the football show the football show us geeks don't like uh, football so everything's <laughs> yes. broke blame the devil ball we think someone it. left a sports <laughs> show in here and it's disrupted all the geek technology Oh, I love when things start working again properly. So we've unplugged one PC, plugged another one in, and uh, everything's on fire. So this is good. This yep, is good. But, but it's burning the nanobots, the pesky nanobots. Oh, I hate the nanobots. It's I the know. third time this week they've got in and broken everything. Exactly. But now we can talk about Abonai instead. So Phil, being the aficionado who actually went, uh, yes. what events were on at, at this year's convention? What oh, uh, they had Games Room. They had uh, a manga library. They had, they had a manga um, library? Um, yeah, they had a, a, an actual uh, man manga kisser, I believe they're called. A what? Manga kisser. I could be wrong. Twitter, correct me. Do you mean <laughs> manga ka, as in like the authors? Or? Kisser, I think. No, I don't know. I think it might be the company. Japanese people, tweet us. Yes. Uh, um, so just you could go in and read some manga. Yes. Google. Oh, wow. Google. Um, so, uh, That's the, really cool. Yes. Uh, the, the problem is that it was all translated in Dutch. Ah, uh, well, the majority. You could have looked at anyway. the pretty pictures. I could have looked at the pretty <laughs> pictures. You could have politely asked someone to stand there and do a dramatic oh, right. reading for you. Uh, manga kiss, uh, manga cafe. Uh, it's uh, Kisaten. Oh wow! Ah, right. There we go. Ah, and now we know. Kisaten. Oh, my old <laughs> Japanese teacher used to say there was a there was a, a cafe in York called Kisaten, as a pun on Kisaten. Ah, right. Which is, probably isn't there now, but it was a lovely idea. Sorry, I'm being distracted. So they had a kiss attempt. <laughs> so they had a kiss attempt. Uh, yes. In true Harry fashion. Ooh, shiny thing. Yeah, shiny thing. Like you haven't heard the d other interview with Jeff Banyard yet. Uh, we we got true. an interview with <laughs> Jeff Banyard of Fetish Man Comics while at, uh, at uh, the asylum. And it did uh, not last five minutes. Uh, I, 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 I said we need a five-minute max knowing it would, we would get no further than ten minutes. So we didn't get the 40-minute interview like we did last time. Uh, so we got ten minutes with him this time, which was amazing. Oh, he loved it, and so did I, yes. and you did. Because <laughs> I was the nasty, nasty sound man going, stop talking now. So how about cosplay, then? Because I know at English conventions, there's kind of an evenish ratio of people who do and people who don't put in the effort. Uh, most, so. most people were in cosplay. Ooh, I would wow. say the vast majority of people were in cosplay. What was the most impressive one you saw over there? Uh, we have an interview with uh, the person that won the cosplay competition, Ooh, uh, which we'll be playing in a minute. Yes, we will be. Uh, uh, there was, uh, well, not the person that won, but one of the main contenders. Uh, we, they had the, the cosplay uh, competition. 
they had an AMV competition, which was amazing. Yeah. And I mean so good. The, the, the music that was played and the, the animation that went with it, there was a skit which, as you know, with all anime uh, sort of history, there was as many glitches as could be. <laughs> in a, Always in the music, the there was a couple of little divas as well. There was some amazing ballet. There's always a few I, I, divas. There was ballet. There was proper, proper ballet. What? Really? As in, in like, con? yes. Was this like wow. a talent convention? Com- was this like a talent competition or to just bring out ballet No, this dancers? was a tal- talent competition. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I just, I just cool. had this image of fursuit doing ballet. There was, there was. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just stop there. <laughs> Let swan run. Lake with actual swans. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Anyway, yes, that's all. It's all in good fun. I only yeah. saw one, one or two fursuits, and one of them was a member of the committee. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Just, no, we saw no. more. We saw more than that at Kitacon. There was, there was a lot more. There was, there's Poppy as well, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, obviously, usual hellos to all of the committee. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, obvious hellos to uh, Lady Pigeon, who always tunes in. Uh, Mommy Jisoo, Monkey Boy, uh, all, all our regular listeners. It, it's a real pleasure to have you back. There's lots going on on the Twitter. And Jamie Stubbs, who appeared to be turning into a listener. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was a group there running... Japanese oh. games. Don't forget the photo studio. Photo studio, obviously, yes. Uh, there was a uh, a group running Japanese games, such as hooking a uh, goldfish with rice paper fans. And uh, apparently, in Japan, you you uh, it, it's a game you you, yeah. you pay like a, a thousand yen or I, I, I don't know the conversion and and you hook in this sort of rice paper hook and uh, pull out goldfish. Yeah, Yay. and you get to keep the goldfish. Oh, cool. And the challenge um, is obviously like getting it's the goldfish one of those, without it breaking. Yes, one without yeah. dissolving. Games. Mm. It, it, but Apparently it can be quite challenging. I think the best, uh, best thing I've seen from uh, one of those Japanese festivals was uh, a friend of mine uh, went to uh, one of these Japanese festivals while he was over there and he did one of those shooting games. And he saw like a DS Lite Ooh. there, you know, in the box yes. and everything. And so he won that, only to find out it is actually a DS Lite. It's basically a torch in the shape of a Nintendo ah, DS. <laughs> a DS Lite. Oh, you carnival people and your puns. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's well, terrible. I like a good pun. Oh, yes. Um, there's all sorts of things going on. Uh, there was the parties on the night, mm-hmm. which uh, me, uh, chairs, uh, the chairs or Cheryl, as he's known in Holland, uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> Yay for us regulars. We've no, got no. regulars jumping out. Christian, uh, Christian Brooke has just left the most amazing tweet. Phil, you're amazing. Oh, wow. You're yes. amazing, Can we actually read that second part? We, we can't read that second part. He's putting rude things. Go to hashtag the geek show to read a very... Yeah, Phil's popular. I yes, want to know Phil's more about popular. this at the pub later, Phil. Okay, so uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going into an interview with um, going into an interview with the one of the contestants in the cosplay competition. We're going to be covering more what's going on before but, that. Before that, yes. just a couple of things from the Twitter feed. Oh, the manga people. cafe, manga, the manga kisser thing, is actually opening up a shop in Utrecht. Yes, and uh, the photo studio is it uh, Gambate Photography. I hope that's the name. Um, that's from who was it? 
Tweet us again if yep, we are wrong. Tom Getter has just left that message. Yep. So, uh, someone yep. said, uh, don't forget the Deshima, Deshima Sounds Disco. I will not forget the Deshima Sounds <laughs> Disco. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. uh, apparently, I liked that, whatever I liked, yes. and I know it. Did you have so, a lot to drink, Phil? I, I only had a lot of a little to drink. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, check us out on hashtag The Geek Show, obviously. Keep online because there is the competition coming up. We're going into the interview now. Uh, Follow us on hashtag the gate show, uh, and then ooh, Fortress Craft. Uh, anybody that uh, has heard of the game before, Fortress Craft, it's similar to Minecraft but on Xbox Live. Right. Uh, uh, they ran the uh, games room, so we'll be getting an interview with them soon. So I will uh, play the interview now. Okay. Um, what got you into cosplay? Why Why are you interested in cosplay? Um, I was a little kid when I saw uh, things like Pokemon and Beyblade, and I was really excited about it. And I was like, oh, it's uh, on Carnival. I want to cosplay uh, something from Beyblade and Digimon and Pokemon. And that's when I, when I started. And in the first place, uh, I asked my mother uh, to make all my costumes. And uh, now, uh, a few years, uh, I think five years ago, uh, my boyfriend uh, learned uh, how to make a costume. So now I can make everything by myself. That's very cool. Um, uh, who are you dressed as at the moment? Who are you cosplaying? It's a Seth Knight Road from Trinity Blood. Cool. And uh, obviously listeners can't see, but it's a giant green hat. It's very, very cool. I, I, I love it. Um, um, so uh, why, why do you come to uh, Abenai? Why, why do you come here? Uh, because I like to go to every convention. Uh, I travel uh, around Europe uh, to go to France and um, London and Belgium, so uh, I, when I go there, I must be in Holland as well, because I live there, and I like uh, the people here, I like to see all the costumes, and see that they have fun. Um, for you, what makes Abenai special? Uh, I like to, uh, yeah, uh, the mood, yes, I like the mood, and uh, I like the building, I love everything here, it's... It's really different from the other conventions in Holland. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. It's okay. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so you're back with the Geek Show, 104.5 CVFM, and uh, we're having an awful lot of technical issues today because we've got lots of people listening in. That's the way it works. Everything breaks. Um, so we've got Pick of the Geek. Um, what is the worst, worst cosplay you have ever seen? And Becca's hands straight up there. Gotta say, I was away this weekend and I saw a cosplay. Now, you know you can do the human forms of ponies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jajinka, is it? Yeah, I think so. What is it where you dress as a human? I think it's Jajinka. Tweet in, tweet in someone. Tweet in, because we're losing the ability to speak English. I don't speak Japanese either. I thought it was just anthropomorphism. Jajinka, I believe. But yes, Rainbow Dash is my favourite pony. Now, I was walking into a building. High five. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, hush you, bro! The, <laughs> the major league pony posse's in the house. MLP, continue it's on. Back <gasps> it's coming back soon. Yes, continue. It's Hurry up, but girls! Yes, um, anyways, I was walking into a building, and um, well, as you walk in through the doors, the stairs just to your right, and flying down the stairs came Rainbow Ham. When she landed, it just rippled. Rainbow Ham. <laughs> oh God! It was horrifying. That sounds terrible. Yes, it was just a slight on Rainbow Dash. I yes. was not impressed. That's terrifying. Um, the worst one I've seen. Oh, there were two. Oh, um, 
at uh, I know the committee at Ab and I won't <laughs> let me say this one, but there was one person there that um, shouldn't have been wearing what they were wearing. There was another person that that was wearing a skin tight costume. Let's stick with that. I can't give it away too much. That had uh, boobs, one down left and one up right. Oh. And it was decided we were going to use her as a signpost <laughs> as to uh, uh, where, where to go. But yes. That is never a good thing. Got the word for that. It's Gijinka. G- that's Gijinka. what I said. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have one. It was from last year's MCM. It wasn't the yes. worst, but it was the most distracting and awkward one. In that, Rebecca, do you remember that Green Lantern we saw? Oh, there was a green lantern a with his butt. It was a perfectly good green lantern, but <laughs> the skin tight thing does get a bit weird when you can see a perfectly formed bum. Yes. That it, it's like it's just been painted, and it was just—it was you, like he just painted green latex onto his yeah, butt. Yeah, and the strange <laughs> level of questioning yourself, going, "Are you wearing pants? I really hope you are, but I can't see any." So yeah, that was an awkward one. I think that your one wins a little oh, better. Horrible. Uh, someone, although. Um, there was a guy walking down the stairs as one of the particularly <laughs> fat cosplayers was walking up, and he went, Whoa, she's halfway there. <laughs> Whoa, oh, God. Ham beast on the stairs. <laughs> it was horrifying. I think Ham she cried. Ham beast. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, thank you, Cinny. Yes, I know. You know who I'm on about. And, oh, Lady Pigeon's in. Hey, Lady Pigeon. Hello. Hey, hello. hello. Uh, Rob, what's the worst you've seen? Um, ha- see, when... W- w- that's why I was waving my hands earlier, because <laughs> after, after the swan, swan lake with, with swans comment, this popped <laughs> into my head. Um, I saw this at a convention many years ago. Have you ever seen the song called No Rain by Blind Melon? Nope. No. Nope. The video features a little girl in a bumblebee outfit doing a tap dance on, uh, at like a talent show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And then she goes off dancing around in the streets. Well, I saw somebody cosplaying as that little girl. In the bumblebee outfit with the huge bumblebee thing at the back and the big glass, you know, like national health glasses. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, this is an anime convention. <laughs> yes, well, you get, yeah. Oh. There's always one. Worrying. Yes. What about okay. you, Phil? Um, you must have seen some horrifying things, Phil. I, 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 He's seen I many horrifying the, the things. things. I've seen only some of, only, I've only seen a few of them have been fully clothed. I, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen things that no man should ever see. You went there, man. You, you went, went there. there. Ab and I was my Vietnam. <laughs> um, <laughs> but with dancing. Yes, but with dancing. Um, one thing I, I, I do have to say is the funny thing about being at a, a, a convention where you don't speak the language is people come up to you and go, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I go... Uh-huh. Um, over there, and they go, thank you, and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> you should really be, you, you should really just tell them rather than misdirecting people. Yes, well, uh, the thing is, when, when you, the, the, the only bit of uh, Dutch you need to know is uh, when people are going, yes, well, I've had a, a rubbish day, and this, that, and this going on, you go, up is up, and they burst out laughing for no, no, it's like, it's like really? well, it, when it's done, it's done. Type of thing, and you yeah. go, up is up. And, and right. they sort of look at you and you go, You're English, you don't know that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is uh, Fergus, and uh, welcome op the Geek Show's Abadai Special. Well, hey. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> Dutch people, we love them. Yes. Uh, but yes, welcome back. Sponsored by Z- with the Geek Show, sponsored by Zombrex, making sure you don't eat your families. 
<laughs> on that note, um, I love eating my family. Our resident movie reviewer Rob Simpson, who also does Double Take on Saturdays, he introduced me to a film today called uh, Juan of the Dead. Oh yeah, the Juan uh, of the, the Dead. First, yes. oh, where is it from? It's from like Cuba, is it? Yeah, like the that? first Cuban zombie film, it, Juan it, of the it's Dead. How genius! It? The phone rings and he just picks it up, and goes Juan of the Dead. We kill your loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, genius. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That's be crazy. Oh, uh, but yes. So, Phil, do you so, have any energy left? You, we do. I do. You're, uh, you're I'm feeling good. You're on the edge of glory, dude. I'm on the edge of glory. That, um, or you're living on Mountain Dew. Yes, <laughs> lots of bottoms of Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew um, and sparkles. Spark- sparkles. Many I, sparkles. I think you're the sparkler, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you eat them. Don't eat worry. sparkles. Yeah, you uh, hunt them and then cook them. Okay. What on earth are you talking about? <laughs> Never mind, moving on. Right, okay, so uh, we're going to be going straight into uh, an interview with Miri from Anime Nation, and then from that into Kareem from the Maiden Butler Cafe. Um, so tune in, uh, listen in, and catch us on the geek, uh, hashtag The Geek Show. Now a bit of Miri. Yes. Hi, it's Phil from 104.5 CVFM, and I'm here with Miri. Hi. Hi. Um, which, which company are you here with? Which group are you here with? I'm from uh, the foundation Anime Nation. Okay, and uh, what do you do? Well, I'm the chairwoman of the foundation, and um, I kind of guide my foundation to uh, promote Japanese or Asian culture activities. Okay, cool. Um, at Abunai, all I've seen so far is a giant pool. Um, what, what, what is it? Uh, you, would you tell me, run, run me through what you're doing here? Okay, um, it's called goldfish scooping, and usually in Japan they do it with actually goldfish, and they have to scoop up goldfishes from a, uh, a baby bath usually with a paper rake. Okay, so it's paper, so it, uh, it, it disintegrates. Yes, it's actually a thin rice paper, so it's break, it breaks breaks really easy and um, in Japan they can take home the goldfish that they scoop up but here in Holland we can't use real live animals because it's um, yeah molesting <laughs> animal rights yeah so we use uh, balls and we tie a competition on it so everyone can pay 50 cents we need to ask money for this because all uh, the ingredients are coming from Japan cool it's very expensive and um, they have to scoop up a lot of balls, and the winner of the weekend with the most balls wins a trophy. Okay, cool. Um, uh, that seems really interesting. So, do, do you run any other events while, while you're here, or, 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 or the pool? No, we have a lot of events. Um, we also provide origami uh, a table here. We actually made um, origami cubes the whole weekend with uh, all the visitors to uh, make the Abunai logo on paper um, that will be presented later on in the ending ceremony because it's a group effort and the theme of Abunai this year is looking for group. Okay, cool. Um, why Abunai? Why, why are you at this convention? Well, actually, um, last year we started at Abunai with our, um, our foundation mm-hmm. and we were such... Um, yeah, asked by old people to come back again. So we said, yeah, sure, why not? Cool. Um, what makes Abunai special for you, personally? Um, it's smaller than the other conventions here in Holland. It's um, cozier. People are friendly. Uh, you see all your friends again. And it's not that far away from my home. 
Okay, cool. Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the interview. Thank you. Hello, it's Phil from 104.5 CVFM, The Geek Show, and I'm with Kareem. Hi. Hello. Uh, um, you're in charge of uh, the Maid and Butler Cafe, I believe, at uh, Abenai. Yes, that's correct. Um, so, what is a Maid and Butler Cafe? Uh, the Maid and Butler Cafe is a, a cafe uh, run by fans, for fans, uh, with the uh, or maid or butler team. Okay, cool. And uh, what 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 happens? Uh, you you go and sit down and are served, or yes, uh, you wait in line, then you get uh, to be taken to your seat uh, uh, by a maid or butler, and that maid or butler is your maid or butler for the the rest of the, your seating there. And uh, after you were, while you're there, you can uh, be served. By a butler or mate, and he or she will uh, well, uh, treat you uh, very nicely and decorate your uh, muffin or cupcake. And you can get a picture, uh, have a little chat, uh, some extra service. Okay. Um, why do why do people go to a maid cafe as opposed to just a normal cafe? What what is it? Why why do people enjoy it? Well, for the service, of course. The interaction, uh, the, the nice music, uh, the atmosphere. Um, some some people uh, that I've discussed it with can see it from an outside perspective as as a little bit creepy and voyeuristic. Do you, do you think that's true, or, or do you think it's all innocent? It's all innocent, of course. <laughs> now there is, of course, a fan base, but that looks at it that way, but. No, not in our cafe. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, why Abenai for you? Why why do you come to this convention? Well, it started here. Uh, our first make cafe was started at uh, Abenai in 2007, I believe. And well, after that, it was uh, this is our home. <laughs> and we also attended uh, anime convention. We've attended ChibiCon. And we'll see where else we're gonna be. <laughs> cool. Um. Why? What makes Abenai special for you? For me personally, yeah. Uh, well, me and Abenai go back a long time. <laughs> I've been here since uh, I don't know 2000 something <laughs> for the two. Uh, I think the first or second Abenai I've been here, and I know the, the person that organizes it. <laughs> So uh, the Maid Cafe is going to be back next year. Yes, absolutely. Good, good. And uh, you had you had a good time this year. Everything went well. Everything was perfect. The Butler Cafe, by the way, was uh, the, the, uh, its de- debut. Uh, how did they find it? Did you get a lot of girls looking for bishy boys? Oh yes. <laughs> all right, okay. And you said it's innocent. Well, it is. It's all innocent <laughs> fun. You can look at the pretty boys, but no touching. <laughs> okay, I like it. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure speaking. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Hi, guys, and welcome back to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM. Now, we're going to discussion. Uh, maid cafes, do you oh. reckon we'll ever see them in the UK? There are already a couple, I think. But very uh, small numbers. I think there's like two in London, maybe three in the country. It's not I many. think there's only about three in the country, I'm not mm. sure. Um, if you know how many there are in the country... Do send us a tweet. Yes. yes. Tweet. Hashtag the Geek Show. If you know of a made cafe near you, why not promote it through the Geek Show? <laughs> we, we, we have... Uh, we have some, down, boy. We have some friends uh, uh, who, who run one uh, in Maids London. of England. Maids of England. Um, uh, with Ruth. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and it, absolutely amazing event. Um, 
what else have we got? Uh, yeah, so I think um, maid cafes, they seem a bit like the Americans have Hooters. Hooters? You know, Hooters is a, an American Apparently cafe. it's a family restaurant. It's a family <laughs> restaurant. No, 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 no. This is the thing. This is the thing. Well, whenever I think of maid cafes, I think they're really creepy. I think, oh, well, you know, you're just perving on the well, girls or perving on the guys. Be. Yes. Well, um, and like Hooters is the same. You, you're served by large-breasted women in tight T-shirts and hot pants. And... In, uh, in Japan, it, it feels different. I mean, the idea of a hooter it feels sounds, different. Oh yeah, it's, it's a different so concept. <laughs> it's it sounds, the same concept in my eyes. It is. Mm, to me, it sounds a bit different because hooters is there is no pretense. You are here to see people who are you know you here to have borderline porn with your food. Can I just? It's <laughs> it's just stif- well, no no but no. The maid, the maid cafe is for still, cowards. It's eye yeah, candy. Yeah, but the maid cafe can, is still you know cute girls in maid outfits serving you tea. Can I can, I can I just uh, well, clarify one point? Hooters started off as a particular type of cafe, mm-hmm. and it was really for adults only. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. They had regular wet t-shirt contests and stuff like that. Let's put it that way. <laughs> With the staff. Mm. After that, I don't know what changed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what changed in the American mentality, but at some point, they suddenly thought, oh, let's make this a family restaurant, and now parents take their kids to Hooters. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, what? This is yeah, why it's yes. looking at children's size Hooter T-shirts. Mm. Did you not know that? No. When I want to, when, when I, grow, I said it's, it's a family disgusting. restaurant, I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. Uh, they have one in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Manchester. I thought you were better than that. Yes. You see, I, in my mind, it seems that there's two very different cultures that made these two very similar ideas. The thing is that America perversion is there's a lot more frills than the Japanese one though let me finish a lot more let me finish perversion is everywhere in the American kind of culture so it doesn't really matter that much perversion's so it, everywhere in general yes That's but in Japanese the idea of what's perverse is different the fact mm. that they okay they censor their own pornography think about what kind of mentality that has it's very different the fact that things are you get to see get legs the fact you get to see legs is perverse in the maid cafe thing Hang on. It's At one point ideas. in this country, seeing a woman's ankles was considered perverse. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Banyard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in Jeff Banyard's new book, The Steampunk Review, there is a uh, fake magazine called Very Ankles. And, uh, it, there's, there's, which has ladies with censored knees. There's, 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 there's buttocks, there's breasts, there's everything. There's no wearing breasts, nothing. But there's buttocks. Pretty, pretty much. But then the only part that's censored is... Black censorship lines over the ankles saying fant- rude, perverse, and yeah, with fantastic <laughs> taglines like "ooh, racy." And it, it, it's so much fun. But the thing is, you, we take the mick out of that kind of level of you know censorship because it's a bit ridiculous. Two kinds is the same thing, actually. Mentioning uh, ceremonial ankle coverings uh, <laughs> to try and be more modest. But the difference between a Hooters and a maid cafe to me is that one is actually perverse, one is the idea is perverse, but in practice, not really. I, I just want to clarify another point. What sort of maid cafes have you act- are you actually talking about? Because when it, a lot of the maid cafes in Japan, they're not like the dinky little maid outfits, you know, the French maid outfits or something like that. You're talking no, about full ankle length skirts, that sort of thing. Yeah, There's nothing really thin. erotic about it unless you're really, really weird or have a really strong fetish. Yeah, it is well, it's Japan. like the it's like the photo books in Japan. It's not perverse unless you're going out there specifically to try and find some perversion in it. Yes, you, you can't find it without that. You know, it's like having a fetish for clouds or something. So it's just not <laughs> everywhere. Well, then no, that that's that's the actual definition of fetish. Fetish is something which shouldn't be found attractive, but is, uh, mm. such as people that are attracted to cars. 
Yeah, those people are weird. Yeah, yes. very. I'm sorry. Strange. I've been. I'm trying to be. I'm an open-minded person, but still, that's just a bit weird. Or balloons. Uh, the uh, balloon balloon thing. The balloon yeah. thing is is quite logical in my mind, but it's still oh, but wrong. The noise they make. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, it's a. Uh, Apparently, at uh, Abenai, they have miners there, so their made cafe is kosher. Oh, that's cool. And oh, yeah. and they cover the the leg the the, the legs of the tables. <laughs> not only of the course. not only the legs of the waitresses, but the legs of the tables are also covered. That's um, quite that's quite cute, actually. We should do that. See, the best uh, thing with uh, Abenai is it, it's such uh, there is multiple ages and it's quite a young convention, so the security is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one creeper. Uh, as in the Minecraft one, which exploded. Mm-hmm. And there was also a creeper who was... Wait, it actually exploded? Yeah, a, a full-size creeper, and he decided to explode out of his box. Oh, wow. Which is really throw cool. throw it out and go, boom! Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Uh, I'll put the pictures up on the uh, blog, uh, thegeekshow.blog.com, if you didn't already know. Um, uh, the other thing was, there was one creeper, you know, like a convention creeper, oh, his girls, blah, 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 blah. And within 15 minutes, he was gone. Out, you know, uh, which is amazing. Out of the thousands of people there, hmm. oh, they picked that him up that quick. Yeah. That's some very well done security right there. Yeah, yeah there was, there was, uh, I think it was three thousand and five hundred, I think, people there. And yeah, that's wow, amazing. That's a huge yeah. convention. It is. It I is. haven't really seen um, security that terrifying since MCM Expo. MCM Expo, we did have one photographer who ended up smashing his own camera before the security could get to it, and uh, the security had him off the grounds which are the size of four mm. football pitches mm-hmm. four or five football pitches within like 15 minutes mm-hmm. which is very impressive right very impressive. shall we break for a song yes. Uh, yes sure why not we didn't really answer our question at all did we though what was, what was the question I forgot do we think we'll see made cafes in England yes 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 um, as a niche thing in cities know, corners, not, not in it's towns in cities I doubt we'll see a made cafe in Middlesbrough we're definitely down south, like London, and then outskirting from London. Maybe, maybe Edinburgh June the Fringe, as a novelty. Oh, yeah, 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 that would be very cool. Though. Festival time. Um, it might have to be relegated to novelties, but you can definitely see them around. Yeah. Now I've I've had Jin get in touch with uh, uh, about Ruth's Cafe, which is Maids of England MOE. So look them up on Google. Next oh, event is Moe. sometime. I see what you did there. Uh, next next event is sometime in early October. It's to be confirmed. Uh, and actually, uh, the Geek Show is going to have two free passes to this event to give away. Oh, really? Very nice. So, if you want to be uh, later on in the series, uh, listen in, we will have two free passes for the Maids of England events to give away. So then you can go and judge for yourself uh, what these places are like. Yes. No creepers. No, Maids of England. No, uh, Maids quite, of England are good. They're quite. They're very respectable mm-hmm. and very professional. Yes. And they're lovely people. They are genuinely, genuinely lovely people. We've run into them at KidsCon and MCM Expo, yeah. and they are genuinely lovely people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be butlers, but there will definitely be maids. Uh, Ari's hoping for butlers. Well, <laughs> Especially black I'm ones. Always hoping for butlers. You're, You'll you're, just be first you're in You're hoping the queue. for black butlers. <laughs> okay, yes, so... Yes, I like Koroshitsuji. Okay. This is Max Howard. I have an English accent, but I really live in America, and that's where I come from. And I'm on The Geek Show. And on the line, we have... Who do we have, Phil? We've got uh, Adam from Projector Games. Hello. Hello there. Oh, uh, let's turn you down a little bit. So, yes, hello, Adam. Uh, how are you doing? I'm not bad. Um, would you mind telling us who you are, what you do, and what you're doing at uh, Abenai, if that's okay? Uh, yeah, uh, so well, my name's Adam. Um, I'm known online as DJ Arcus. Um, and I write computer games. Um, what we do for... Uh, so Abenai, we've been at Abenai for seven years running now. 
and we, we run part of the games room. And what it is, it's massively multiplayer gaming on a single screen. So the, the best example I can give is we have a Bomberman type game, and as many people as you can sit in front of the screen, that's how many people you can play. Our record is 96 players on a very, very big screen. Cool. And Ab and I, we had a 24-player set up, and the best bit about doing it, Ab and I, is when you get people dressed up. So we've got a, like a picture of Mario and Luigi dressed up playing projector games. It's ever so much fun. And so we've done it every year for seven years now. It's great. Okay, that's really cool. Um, uh, now, uh, I, according to your website, you can get up to about 500 people playing at once? Theoretically, yes. Um, if people wanted more than that, I could actually yeah. change the code. But I had to pick a number out of the air for sort of an upper limit. Um, yeah. The problem we have is 96 players was the entire event, and we, we took over the entire event to get that to happen. It's so many people. I mean, if you've ever played like you know, Mario Kart 4-player, mm. you know, when people are playing, that's quite a lot of people. You multiply that by 10, it's an awful lot of people. And you multiply it by 20, suddenly it's, it's, you know, it's insane. So um, you know, our only reason that stopped us is just lack of uh, a place to actually support that many people. Yeah. Um, now, uh, you, you've uh, worked on some other projects, such as uh, Fortresscraft, I believe. Yeah, Fortress Craft was uh, one of the indie game projects that I uh, started at the end of last year, which has got on to be uh, very, very successful. Um, so hopefully some of my uh, Twitter followers are listening right now. Um, um, would, you, uh, would you explain to that for the people that don't know what it is? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a Vox game. So it's a Vox game in the same sort of mold as Minecraft, as Infiniminer, Worm Online, you know, all those sort of sandblock building games. Uh, where this one differs is it's on the Xbox. Um, we've also tried to go with as much in the way of state-of-the-art graphics as we can. Yeah. Um, and the main thing where it really scores is the game rewards you for having people visit your world and liking it. So the game directly rewards you for building awesome stuff. So in Minecraft, there's, there's ooh, loud bus. So in Minecraft, there's none of that. You know, you build what you like, and that's it. People go, oh, that's good. But in this, you, you build stuff, and then... Uh, you know, people come along and they tell you what they think of it. And then you get ranked up and then you can, uh, uh, you get rewards and then you appear in the high rank list. Okay, so, cool. Um, now, uh, what, what type of games do you have for uh, um, the projector game setup you've got? Um, can you tell me if I do this? I'm trying to cover the... I'm just getting in the car now. Oh, okay. Right. If you, if you just, just, just give me about six seconds and it'll all go quiet. Oh, <laughs> Six seconds and it'll all go quiet. That Five, sounds terrifying. Four. Three, sounds like a, he sounds like a two. hitman when he says that. Just give me six seconds. There we go. And it'll all go How's quiet. that? All quiet now. Oh, or a dentist. Maybe a dentist. <laughs> Count down slowly from six. Fantastic. Well, welcome back. Um, yeah, so, so with Project Games, what we try to do is to cover all types of gameplay. So you've got all the all games, um, you have pairs versus pairs versus pairs, you have all versus one person. All versus a computer and like teams of five. So yeah, we we we've catered for sort of, you know the hardcore gaming events as well as very very casual things like Abenai. Um, mm. how did you find the Abenai uh, games room? <laughs> well, originally, or, or what did I think of it? What did you think about it? Yes, a- as opposed to the location in the <laughs> labyrinthesque quarter. Well, yeah. well so, oh, I thought you were asking how we initially went to Abenai, which is uh, which is a fairly interesting story. I yeah, think. we'll go for fairly, it. It's a fairly geeky story. Um, we are the I, geek show. Well, have you ever played um, Transport Tycoon? 
or open transport tycoon specifically? Transport tycoon, yes. Yes, yes. I have. Uh, a long time ago, yes, definitely. Uh, well, if you haven't played open transport tycoon, don't, no. because your life will disappear. Uh, so it's, it's the original transport tycoon source base, but brought up to date. Um, so they support massive amounts of players. Um, they, they fix stations and, and, and generations, and you can have long-term games. And it's got built-in multiple. It's completely amazing. I, I highly recommend oh, it. Wow. Um, I posted on their forum, and I was trying to, uh, I was trying to, you know, talk about some sort of, you know, some quite technical stuff about how something works. And someone saw my sig, and I yes. uh, went, "Hey, you should come to this this anime convention we're doing." And I was like, "In Holland." That's a bit of a trek, <laughs> and then, uh, but you know, they 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 covered our, our travel costs uh, just about, and uh, went across and had a good time. But yeah, um, cool. I mean, the game the game tour itself was cool. Um, I was really happy to see DJ Hero Two in the corner. All right, I, yeah. I, I work, well, I worked freestyle games until very recently, and um, DJ Hero Two was a bit of a flop, which is a bit of a shame, as it was a really good game and it really deserved to do wonderfully. And, and Activision just dropped the ball horribly on actually uh, yeah. marketing it, sadly. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Um, now, there's an awful lot of love for project games going on in the, uh, in, in the stream as well, um, such as uh, Nardo saying Projector Games was awesome. Uh, I truly love his game. Uh, even got a new game he tried out at Abenai, apparently. Well, yeah. what, what, what was this? Uh, that was the, the new Traffic Dodger game, which was our newest one. Uh, we were trying to get people to... Uh, Playtest that one. It's where you all thirty, all thirty, forty. We I think we had twenty eight. Yeah, I think it was. We had twenty eight people simultaneously driving cars through traffic. Uh, so a little bit based on burnout, and then um, thirty people all at once just going flat out down, uh, uh, you know, a busy highway. And it's really because all got physics. So it's really funny to see all the cars spinning and crashing and skidding out. Loads and loads of fun. Really mm, good. Uh, one question. I, will you actually, well, uh, just going on what's been put down in the, uh, on Twitter, will you actually be starting your own tournament at any point with, the, um, with these projected we games? Ha- we kind of have done in the past. That the, the thing is, that kind of goes against the sort of the ethos of projected games. What we're, what we're trying to do is avoid that, that competitive game element that, that is sort of creeping into games. I mean, uh, uh, I mean quite okay. recently, I played Carmageddon. Um, oh, I uh, love Carmageddon. Yeah. But I played, I played come again, and I lost. I lost every round, and I didn't care as I was having a great time. Whereas you play Counter Strike, you know, Team mm. Fortress, whatever. You uh, play Team Team Fortress for four hours off, and yeah. lose. Yeah, and lose every time. That's not fun. So yes. Project Games is trying to bring the back of the. It doesn't matter whether you win or lose. Or, or you know, if you lose at the beginning of the round, and you see somebody else wiping out later, and as long as it's funny and you're having a great time, that's what really, really counts. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so we have done competitions. We did a one at a place called Lanops here, and it was great because they had a huge oh, box of prizes. <laughs> well, a huge box of prizes. Going, can you do something about these prizes? Right, right, brilliant. Because we obviously we can declare sixteen winners for every round of the game. You know, we can we can do loads and loads of winners. <laughs> so we got. I mean, it's all silly things like mouse mats and key rings. But we were there for. Mm. I mean, we had about two hundred prizes. Like we gave out in about half an hour. So yeah, it's lots of fun doing that sort of thing. Um, one thing we could uh, we could always do is, uh, as you're just talking about giving out prizes, um, would you have a think about uh, the question 
for uh, our competition this week. Harry, uh, what, what, what do we have prize-wise for this week's competition? Uh, prize-wise, we have two, the complete DVD collection of Gundam Seed Destiny, a GameSpot medium T-shirt, a Becky Grill photo signed, and a signed Intermensity CD, and a Team Giblets badge. Um, and uh, when, whenever you're free, send me a message with uh, the question, if you would, and uh, the answer... Does it have to be you know, related to anything in particular? It, anything Whatever anything you, you can think of that you think our listeners will know the answer to. Okay, and, the, and the first person to tweet it in, starting with hashtag the Geek Show, will uh, will win it. Um, uh, so if, if you could think of one of those, we'd be really grateful. Um, so yes, uh, do you do any UK conventions? Um, we've actually had a bit of a hard time uh, with UK conventions. We've contacted them, but we haven't had a yes or a no back. We've had no response whatsoever. Yeah, um, we do a lot of UK LAN parties, uh, and we've done you know some, some some very crazy corporate events. We did a corporate event where um, I forgot who it was. It was some it was some big firm, but they hired out Euro Disney to give you an idea of how much money this firm has, and they brought us along. We were part of the, the show, so uh, we haven't. Um, but I'd like to. I mean, I love doing projected games. Our, our next event's Game City in Nottingham. For anybody cool. who is going along, yes. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we would like to. So you know, if anyone. You know, who's listening has got any useful contact details so I can contact people directly at the convention and explain what Project Games is and what we can offer and how how awesome it is. Uh, then uh, that would be great. That'd be brilliant. Um, we we we'll we'll see gladly what we can do because it's an amazing thing you do. Now, where can we find you on the internet? Where can we find uh, your products? Where can we find you guys? And where can we find uh, Photoscraft? Uh, well, uh, most of the answer to that is projectgames.net. Um, if you Google Project Games, you'll you're definitely be the top hit. And, of course, you can find Fortresscraft itself on the uh, Xbox Live indie game marketplace. Okay, mm, excellent. Cool. Okay, excellent. Well, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, would you message me with the question? Uh, we'll read it out on air. And uh, if you private message me with the answer, if I don't think I'll know it. <laughs> but um, obviously... Uh, make it, make it don't do worry, the, w- the winner will not be Phil from Middlesbrough. No, no it won't be Phil from Middlesbrough. Um, so, are yes, you from Middlesbrough? We yes. are. We're, we're, all, we're in Middlesbrough at the moment, in, in, in a bunker. In, I'm from Yorkshire, but so I live here. You're in Middlesbrough? Yes. Which is way north? Yes. yes. So I'm sure it's called Northborough or something. Yeah, it should be. With a, with, a, with a middle borough between two others, actually. Is there a Northborough and a Southborough? It's a long story. No. <laughs> and, anyway. We don't, we don't even have a county, to be honest. We, we used oh, to have a county, sorry. but it got disbanded yeah, because Cleveland doesn't exist too many anymore. people broke it. Yes. Um, so, yes, it's a pleasure speaking to you, Adam. Um, uh, obviously, uh, your, uh, your links and your Twitter are in the, the Twitter feed at the moment with hashtag The Geek Show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Hi, I'm Stuart Samita. I'm here at Animex all the way from California, and you are listening to The Geek Show. But we are now back to discuss more things from Abunai. Cool. Um, yes, uh, so uh, actually what we've got at the moment is we've got an interview from Cine, who's one of the, the head uh, members of the committee, who is lovely and is dead nice, and she's been on the channel for ages. And we're going to be coming back with a, another uh, phone interview, but we're going to go going straight into that and uh, while we get ourselves sorted. Hi, this is Phil from 104.5 CVFM, The Geek Show, and I'm here with uh, Cindy. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. So, uh, would you tell me what your role is at uh, Abenicon? I'm actually one of the board members, and I'm doing the internal communication, and at the convention itself, I'm doing all kind of stuff, actually, all the things that 
are actually difficult to handle, I'm the one that does it. So you're the, like, the handyman, the person that gets called in when something needs fixing. Uh, not not physically, but uh, problems. Yeah, basically, that's what the whole board does. And Shawal as well, so the, he's our security. So, yeah. Okay, so um, what main things have you been involved with this year uh, at, at the convention? Uh, well, there are actually sometimes not so nice problems, uh, but well, things like hotel rooms that people have problems with them. It's like, oh no, we have no room, and then I'm going to the rescue, and then I fix that for them. And also stuff like dinner vouchers, uh, making people happy if there are problems, if they lost their stuff, if people steal stuff from them. So it's really a big issue, but sometimes it happens, and then we solve that from them. So, yeah. Cool. Um, what is special for you about Abenai itself? Well, we have grown a lot this year. We have actually 800 more visitors than last year, but still, people describe us as a small, cozy convention. But we aren't actually small. We are the biggest convention from the Netherlands. But still, we manage to keep that cozy atmosphere. So that's what people help people describe Abenai. Okay. Um, as of this year, is there something you would keep and something you would get rid of to, to improve the, the con? I would definitely keep uh, the new, I would say, post signs that... Uh, that we have to uh, make sure people don't get lost because it's easy to get lost in this building. Yeah, this 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 hotel is unbelievably complicated to get around. Um, the signposts you put up were perfect because I have only just got to know my way around, and it's the third day, basically. Um, what what would you remove? I think that we should uh, get more, um, well, get a bit a better techni technique for, because the um, uh, big shows that have a lot of technical issues this year, so we need to improve that. So, yeah, that would be one of the improvements. Okay, cool. Um, why why Abenicon? Why not one of the other leading competitors? Well, I just really like the crew that, that we are working with. So much fun to organize it. We are just basically a bunch of friends who like to organize this for, for the people who have the same interests. That's basically how we started, and we are still happy with that. So, yeah, that's why Abenai. Okay, um, is there something you would say to someone that's never been to a convention, uh, and why, or, or someone that would has never been to a Dutch convention, why would people come in, in comparison to staying at home? Well, at Dutch conventions, uh, at least at Abenai, we are very happy to welcome international visitors because our convention is fully in English, so people can actually understand what's going on. And we have the big shows in English, and we actually do the workshop in English when English visitors are here, or other visitors that speak English. So, yeah, I think that uh, they, get, they can get included, and that's why I would uh, say, yeah, Fist Abenai, it's very fun. Okay, well, thank you very much, and thank you for your time. Okay, well, thank you for helping us out this year. <laughs> My pleasure. Awesome, great fun. Welcome back to the Geek Show. Uh, and stop the presses, we have some prize information for you. First, first we, well, second we have the question, but first we have a little bit of change of plans. All those brilliant prizes we'll be giving away next week because we have something amazing and special to give away now. 
Thank you to uh, the Arvin Icon Committee who have given us something which is unbelievable as a prize. Oh, yeah. So get your Twitter fingers ready. Start mm-hmm. it off with hashtag The Geek Show. Mm-hmm. And the new prize is two VIP tickets to Abunai next year. Which is amazing. 2012 Abunai. So we have two of those to give away. And um, what a VIP ticket entitles you to is pretty much skipping every line and getting into everything all the time. And it's amazing. It's all-inclusive. It, yep. Enter the convention in Rayford Santa. Do whatever the hell you want. These are the big prizes. We thank you so much yes. for giving these. Just in uh, case you caught an ad on the Ustream, that's two VIP tickets to Abenai next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, here we go. I'm going to give the question. First person to tweet it in to hashtag, with hashtag the Geek Show. Start with hashtag the Geek Show. Then <laughs> the answer uh, is how many visitors were at this year's Abunai? Let's see how much attention people have been paying tonight. Officially yes. from the committee, not what I've said, what the committee have said, and we are the ones who will have the final decision, okay? All right. Uh, it, wh- whatever it says in order, the first one that comes up on our screen will win two VIP tickets, thanks to the committee at uh, Abenai mm-hmm. for Abenai 2012. Mm-hmm. And we hope you have been listening, because this is the test. It, it has been mentioned somewhere previously oh. in this day. Yes, it has. Okay. I know because I read it. Mm. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on while that's still going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, so that was absolutely amazing. Uh, Project Games was very interesting. Uh, we had. Um, oh, we have. Uh, God, that was quick. <laughs> yes, we actually have a winner. Is that is it correct? It is correct. Fan- Gee, that was well done. Correct. Let's have a look. It's Tom Brewers. Tom Brewers, congratulations. With uh, the first correct answer. And what was the number, Rob? 3,019. Nice. 3,019 from Tom Getter, Tom Brewers. Mm, uh, that congratulations. Is that is brilliant. Get in touch with us on Twitter, and uh, we will uh, get the uh, two VIP tickets passed over to you as soon as possible. Uh, we will at mention you our email address, even though it's publicly available anyway. Uh, we'll at- mention email you that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, Ron and Toshua are saying, no VIP tickets for stewards. You come help next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, absolutely amazing giveaway we've got there. Next week, Harry, we've got the amazing gift pack. So listen in next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it got on it? Uh, again? Yes. Okay, yeah. the stuff we give away every time, plus uh, a GameSpot t-shirt, medium-sized, and the complete Gundam, Ses- Gundam C Destiny uh, DVD collection. Mm-hmm. Which, which I've heard is actually... I've heard the Gundam Destinies Gundam. are better than the regular ones. I don't know. It was, yes, I've heard this also. I've heard it. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying I've heard it, so you might want those. Also, Becca wants them very much. Uh, no, no, I much... want the Eureka 7 DD. Yeah, she uh, wants Eureka 7. You want D-Gray Man. Hmm? Yeah, and I want D-Gray Man, which mysteriously... through random still chance, hasn't been... Has not been given away. <laughs> yes, what are the odds? Uh, what are the odds that I haven't seen it yet either? Uh, oh, yes, so that was an amazing giveaway. Thank you very much, the Abenai Committee, yes, for giving away you. that. Yes, thank you, guys. Yeah, that, um, that felt genuinely tense. That was good. It was good. It was good. It's, it's like Big Brother, but better. Um, so we're going to be going into a song, and we're going to be coming back with an interview with uh, Cheryl, or The Chez, as he's known over in the UK. Uh, and, yeah, we've got Diane Enter the Ninja. I'm a ninja, yo, my laugh is like a video game, my main thing when I'm in the zone. One player, one laugh in the mark, I'm with a dog. Go ninja, go! No f***er down, I'm cutting down anyone on my parts, trying to pick up my game with razor sharp, political throw starts, yeah, then my flow's on horse. Ah, wow, out of control, ninjas, oh, f***er, north. Ah, rough rounds, the tough rounds, let's go, of course. 
pow. Then I hit the triple seven at the ATM. Straight family feast when you're living on the razor edge. Space shop shop rolling with the SOS. Hot energy you never seen. Welcome back to the Geek Show 104.5 CVFM uh, and the Ab and Icon special. And we apologise for that horrible, horrible, horrible song. Oh. That is the equivalent of Friday. Friday, Friday. So yes, we, we are joined with uh, Cheryl, or the Chez as he's known in the UK. Hello. Hello, good evening. Hello. So yes, we, have, uh, we are very, very happy that uh, you guys have just given us two VIP tickets to give away for uh, next year. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I just discussed it with Senior, and she was like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> and so uh, that is absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much for that. And it took literally seconds for someone to win. Them. Yes, it did. It, that was not very short at all. So uh, would, would you mind running through with me what, what you do at Abnai and, uh, and your, the, the DJing as well? Uh, just tell me who you are, what you do, and, and uh, where we can get you. Yeah, sure. Most people call me their chess, so I do a security over at uh, Abu Nikon. So I have a bunch of stewards. This year I had 30, which I guide and uh, provide the information to on how to communicate with people and such things. Like an example, putting them into the dealer room so no people with large bags can go in and that kind of stuff. And especially for the big events, it's always a challenge because there is like a humongous line waiting like you've seen Phil mm. yeah it, it was unbelievable we'll put some pictures up of the line there was well there was 3,000 something people just lined up against one wall it was well, unbelievable Jesus. was this to get into the con or uh, to, no to get into one of the events really? to get into the uh, AMV competition it's that bad it's did, amazing wow. did you have to deal with um, people that, getting frustrated in the lion shares or? yes that again you know they do take their AMVs much more seriously than we do on the continent hmm. did you have to deal with people getting frustrated in the line though well, some people do get frustrated because they have to wait really long because of some technical difficulties and that kind of stuff. But just tell them to wait a little bit longer because we're working on it as fast as possible. Yeah. Um. Uh. They, uh the wall of the actual event hall where um, the uh, main events were, such as the MV competition, the opening and ending ceremonies, the wall actually lifts up to let people in. So the entirety of this 3,000 people line would let the first hundred people in, the wall would lift and let the rest sway across the room. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Yeah, pretty good uh, technique. So just so, keep the flow over it. Just guide, like Phil said, guide the first 200 people in and they're seated in the front. That's fair enough. We, we open it and people go in really fast. So we have it covered in five minutes or something. Yeah. Um, so, you, would would you mind running us through the parties at uh, Avon Icon? <laughs> parties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Friday. Friday. Friday was our party. Me and me and uh, me and the chairs, uh, Cheryl, uh, DJ to that party. Uh, just run through what you DJ thought about it. Hmm? Don't forget DJ Sunlabel and Power to All as well. Yes. Yes. Of course. We're some amazing lasers and amazing uh, DJs and. Uh, yeah, uh, we, uh, the guy uh, Wesley had all sorts of uh, DJ equipment that he built himself, which mm. was amazing. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That, that that was his laser equipment, actually. Mm. Um, he tried his lasers. He also had a uh, a remote control car that was going around playing music, I believe, that, that he takes oh, to yeah. a lot of conventions. Would you mind explaining that? 
Well, he, he's he's really really geeky with that kind of stuff. He builds everything himself, so it's been good that for for as long as I know since 2008 with that specific card. So, and it always gets a lot of attention. So, what what was he playing then through the uh, remote control car? Just music or? He usually just wrecks roll people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's also roll. done that. Oh, Pretty funny though. So, yeah, that, that's what he does. Build stuff out of nothing and, and make it something fun. You've uh, you've 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 DJed with, at Kitcon and you've attended UK conventions. In comparison to Dutch conventions, what are the differences in your opinion? In my opinion, the parties, at especially Kitcon, are way better and more crowded. Yeah. So more people attending the parties. It's a lot more famous over there. It's still in the rice over here, so people still have to get used to it. Uh. And the other thing I like about the UK conventions is that everybody accepts you just like over here. It doesn't matter if you're from a different country. Yeah. So the first year I came to Kitacon 2009, and I was like, hmm, let's see what this will bring. And I befriended with most of the, of the committee and that kind of stuff, so... I just kept returning, and eventually I got a spot uh, through James for DJing as well. So, yeah. Will you be coming back to DJ this year, Chad? Uh I hope so. Yeah. Oh, I, I, well, as one of the uh, party members <laughs> of the committee for KitCon, I, I can say on air I would love to have uh, the chairs back Yay. to DJ, definitely. Yeah, speaking as the dance commander. <laughs> speaking <you>. as uh, <laughs> one, of, one of the pair that are, are running the, the parties at KitCon, yes. Definitely. And a right pair they are as well. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, what about the second, uh, second night in? Uh, what did you think of uh, Deshima Sounds? Deshima Sounds, yeah. They always do a great job. No matter on which day you put them. Last year they were on Friday. They put on an amazing show. This year they were on Saturday. And it was a blast as well. Yeah. They had like crazy lasers. They had an MC with them. With the which they usually have at their own parties in uh, Den Haag. So, and they got something interesting and new that they tried. It was like a uh, text shout box. You just text your message to a, to a number, and it appears on the screen. And that was a pretty big success. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen things like that done with um, PictoChat, and that, that never ends well. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but the, this program they had was a swear, uh, um, crossing out swear words. Really? In the what? UK, in the UK, no, that would not happen. <laughs> no. In Dutch conventions, yes. Uh, in, in conventions on the Netherlands, yes. Uh, it, it was, you know, there were there were young people. You you can drink from like what was the drinking age? Is it sixteen? Uh, yes, sixteen for light liquors such as beer and that kind of stuff, and twenty-one, if I'm correct, for heavy liquor. Yeah. So oh, okay. so there was a lot of young people at the parties. Um, a lot uh, of young wasted people. <laughs> well, not so much, um, uh, but yeah. So it's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, we love to have you at Kitcon. Um, uh, thank you very, very, very much for picking me up at the airport and uh, looking after me and making sure that I got to the convention as well. Um, so it is thoroughly appreciated, especially uh, the VIP tickets we've just given away, which I know you're to thank for that. So thank you very much, and uh, we we hope to see you uh, next year and. Uh, the rest of the committee will see you at Kitcon as well. 
Yes. The, the rest so. of the radio show, we'll see you at the... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come hell or high water, we are going to that convention again. Yes. Cool. So, yes. Oh, so have you got uh, anything else that you want to say why Abenai is the convention to go to? Why Abenai is the convention to go to? Yes. Because we're for all ages, don't have an age restriction, we have amazing parties, a lot of good and great workshops by a lot of different people who are also doing it on uh, their own, so... That's the reason why you should go. Cool. Well, well, thank you very much, uh, Cheryl. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you as always. We'll see you soon, yeah, and sure. uh, we, we will catch up with you. Uh, but we're going into the interview with uh, Jody from Deshima Sounds, uh, who ran the main party on uh, the, the second night. Uh, see you later, Chess. See you later. Later. Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Phil from 104.5 CVFM, The Geek Show, and I'm here with uh, Jody from uh, Deshima Sounds. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hi. Uh, so, uh, would you mind running through what you do here at uh, Abenai? Well, I'm Jody, and uh, I'm also one of the DJs from Deshima Sounds, and also under the name of Neo Xerox. And here at the Japanese conventions in Holland, we do discos and all different kinds of sounds, from starting from Eurobeat and go all the way to really extreme music. Cool. So it's it's more uh, well, what our listeners would see as a techno rave, but with a, a Japanese twist. Yeah. And it's uh, mostly freestyle, and uh, we work our way up from from slow to soft to fast and hard at the end of the evening. Cool. Uh, you had a, a very impressive light show as well. Absolutely love the lasers. The, is, is that a regular part of your show? Uh, well, actually, now it is a regular part of our show because we we actually hired one of the people who's called DNSU, and he does lasers, and we're actually happy with it. Cool. I, I, I really like it. Um, so... Uh, why, why Abenai? What what makes what makes this convention special for you? Well, it's not only Abenai, but we also do every convention in Holland. Um, actually, I started at Abenai in 2005 doing uh, Sharpnel tracks, real Japanese hardcore. Uh, and from then, we just w- worked our way up to what we have now, and now we pretty much have a scene in this uh, otaku uh, world. That's cool. That's really good. Um, uh, so, uh, what what does Deshima sounds mean? Well, Deshima is actually um, a little island in Japan where, where the Dutch people had uh, tradings back in the past, uh, and also the Dutch people were the only people that were allowed to trade with Japan. And yeah, that's why Deshima and sounds. Yeah, that's what it is. Deshima sounds. Dutch sounds with Japan. I like it. Um, what got you into uh, DJing and uh, event promoting? Well, with DJing, I've been already wanting since since I was small. I grew up pretty much with uh, Gabber music for me in Holland in, in 1992. Um, and back in 2002, the hardcore music was kind of, I don't know, one tune, is industrial, it's, it sucks, and I wanted to try something new. So the Japanese came with something happier, something faster, something more melodic, and that's awesome. And since then, I've been, yeah, I've been following the whole scene. Cool. Uh, are, are you into anime? Are you into manga? Not really. No, we not, uh, not anymore. We, we we seem to find a lot of people when we uh, go to these conventions that the people that are running things used to be into anime, but now they they're here for the scene, they're here for the people, they're here for the the crowds and uh, uh, and, and the sure. the mood. Yeah. Now you know what it is. Um, 
I'm already pretty old for this kind of stuff, and Decima Sound is one of the little things that keep uh, getting me uh, into these uh, conventions. And, and every time we see happy faces, uh, that means we're doing our job good. So, Cool. Well, uh, thank you very much. And uh, if we want to get in touch with you, if we want to uh, find out about Decima Sounds, where, where, where can we go? Well, we, you can go to either to www.decimasounds.com or www.facebook.com slash decimasounds. Okay, we'll make sure to uh, put that up on the blog at uh, thegeekshow.blog.com. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, too. Thanks. Welcome back to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM. Now, if you've enjoyed anything you've heard this week, there is always more of it. These are specials we're doing. Next week, we're going to be doing the Asylum Special, which is Europe's largest steampunk convention. Yes. And it was freaking awesome. It was we, so good. We got interviews with loads of people. We got uh, interviews with Robert Rankin, the author. Yes. Who was, He's just so brilliant. He's if you've never heard of any of his works, he did the, uh, the Brentford Triangle which featured the mighty The Sprouts of Wrath. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the Sprouts and, of Wrath. Um, Raiders of the Lost Car Park is another one. He's made <laughs> his books. And He's made 33 fantastic, crazy books. And his, we talked to him about his new book, uh, The Mechanical Messiah, which yes. he was just launching uh, over at the asylum. We also talked to Emily Ladybird, who makes all sorts of things. And she, she's, a, she's a seamstress, uh, one of the best steampunk seamstresses hmm. I've ever and seen. And for the five of you who don't think that's impressive enough that she's a steampunk seamstress, we saw her one evening. Uh, how would you describe the outfit? What's the phrase? You, you know when like, oh, I always the get this bustle. Right. bustle. There was a Victorian bustle. dresses with giant bottoms on the, bo- on the back oh, are yeah. called bustles. She had a bar, and I mean a full cocktail bar, in her bottom. What? Yes. You opened <laughs> wow. up the kind of a hatch in the bustle, and it lit up, and there was a little bar in it. There was a shaker, lots of different types of drinks, ice... Uh, uh, Hawaiian-themed decorations yeah. in her <laughs> bottom. Yeah, this, this woman is, is good. She also designs corsets, which you can move in. Yes. She is a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, loads of people. Oh, so so many people. Uh, Lynn, who uh, makes steampunk games, uh, she's currently working on an RPG, which you can look at for free on the internet, uh, called, I think it's Cake... I'm sorry if this is wrong. Cakes, Cogs, and Swordsticks. And it's... Really cool looking. We we will be linking to it next week uh, on the blog. Obviously, check us out throughout the week on thegeekshow.blog.com. And at TGS underscore the Geek Show on Twitter. Mm, yes. Because if when you go on hashtag the Geek Show, anything we'd like, anything we put, we will put on the blog. Yes. Anything yeah. that's we'll get news, we have reviews, we have mm. movie reviews, mm. we have reviews of conventions, reviews of uh, chiptunes music, we have all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and if you guys find something cool, I, I retweet stuff that's cool all the time. There's some fun videos out there. If you troll YouTube enough, you find some good things amid the sea of filth. So you <laughs> give us something cool if you want more of the world to know about it. Uh, we're quite active. So yeah, and thegeekshow.blog.com. It is full of downloads of the shows we do because we edit them. They're put for podcasting. There is the Ultra Chip special still up there to take a look at. Ultra yes. Chip is Europe's uh, largest chiptunes convention. It, it is a festival, a music festival over two, three days mm-hmm. uh, with workshops, live music and everything. As well as our interview with Charlie is so cool like, which was yes. damn good fun. There's uh, also the uh, MCM Expo. MCM Expo special. special is up, and as well as Rob does anime reviews. Yes, so there's a few and things up there. other Rob does film reviews. Mm-hmm. And every single week that we can, now I mean it, that genuinely that we can, we will give away a prize. Yes, yes. because and my op- room is full of them. 
And seriously, the prizes are really cool, guys. You get like 60, 70, maybe 100 pounds worth of prize. Yeah. Sometimes no you'll joke. get a limited edition vinyl that's only been pressed 20. Oh, uh, wh- oh I want to plug the prizes that we've got coming up because we've saved a few of the special ones. Yes. Uh, so a few of the special ones coming up. We have Simon Telfield's book, uh, Simon the Cat Beyond the Fence, signed by him with a piece of original artwork he decided to do for us okay. because he's brilliant. Simon, Simon's Cat, Simon's yes. Cat. Yes, Simon's Cat, Simon's Cat. Simon Telfield from Simon's Cat. Yes. That's amazing. So a signed up. A art book of his. Yes. yes. Uh, we also have the limited edition, special limited edition of Gurren Lagan, the complete series. Yes. Uh, yet to give away. Uh, so stay tuned and stuff. And the full series of D. Graham, and don't and forget that. Oh, and next week, I know one of the giveaways we'll definitely be doing is Raven... Uh, oh, what's the last name? Dunn? Raven Dunn. Raven Dane. Yeah. Raven Dane's new book, uh, The Tecronomicon. We, she was very <laughs> kind. She gave us an interview and then gave me a signed copy to give away to one of the lucky listeners. What, Ooh, what you also nice. win in that same gift pack is a... Uh, please ask me about the free uh, gu- uh, guided tour badges. Oh yeah, from, from Jeff, Jeff Banyard. Jeff Banyard about his upcoming uh, museum. On the subject of books, we, all, we may, if I can get Dawn to give me it, we may also throw in a Doctor Who book as well. Oh. So, all awesome things to come. Check out the blog for more details. But we have a few things to plug in the local area first because yes. we are local. Um, Thursday, fifteenth September, from nine thirty till three. Uh, this is uh, in the Middlesbrough Town Centre near Bins Debenhams BHS. It's Middlesbrough Hearts and Minds. Now, they're uh, a mental health trust charity type thing, and they're putting on an event to stamp out stigma, positive action on mental health. Uh, there's going to be information activities, boxing demos, health advice, massage, art, writing, the fire brigade, and much, much more. Mm-hmm. So that's on this Thursday, 9.30 till 3. Uh, the woman who's actually running it, one of the women who's organising it, her name is uh, Victoria Dektorov. She's 48. And she, three years ago, she had um, an aneurysm and a stroke. And you were flabbergasted because she looks amazing. She looks amazing now. Mm-hmm. In just three short years, she's made a massive recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do hope the event goes well for her. Yeah. She's uh, hotter than me. <laughs> that was, um, I, I'm a bit a dumbstruck little. by that And I'm just a disembodied voice in your radio Yes, anyway We are at the end of the show um, This has been the Abenai 2011 special Which is, Go first, go We are here every single Monday And I mean every single Monday 6 till 8 UK time 7 till 9 uh, Dutch time We uh, appreciate Abenai's committee For everything they've done uh, For letting me come over For letting me uh, record for giving away those amazing two VIP tickets, which someone has won. So get in touch on the Twitter. Thank you very much. For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac.